Are you ready to talk Padres baseball? We've got you covered. After an offensive explosion last night, the Padres will look to do it again tonight against the Rockies. And in studio, we've got Annie Heilbrin, who's earned her hosting spot by giving us nothing but extreme blunt honesty. You know what it was? I just don't like you. Alongside Annie, it's Randy Jones, who's earned his spot on the show due to his extreme physical presence. I'm going to slap you there, It wouldn't be the first time you've hit me. (laughs) (laughs) And rounding out the crew, it's Jesse Agler, who's here because of his winning and charming personality. He's a real Casanova. Now, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the Western Metal Supply Company building, it's Padre Social Hour with your hosts, Annie Heilbrin, Randy Jones, and Jesse Agler. Kind of a hostile intro there. I like it. <laughs> we'll take great, it. Welcome intro. to Padre Social Hour, everyone. A Friday edition, a weekend edition. We're getting that weekend started beer fest going on at park at the park you can already see the people coming to enjoy some nice cool beverages on a friday night and we don't blame them padres getting ready for game two against the colorado rockies of a four game set we have a lot to talk about first i'd like to introduce my co-host the one the only cy young winner randy jones and Jesse, it's hard to follow that up. The one, not the a Cy Young winner. There it is. Yeah. There it not, is. And, and non- Jesse Agler. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I, I was keep, trying to think about I that. I keep hearing That's more fine. and more of Jesse Agler. Yeah. But the broadcaster extraordinaire. Radio, uh, TV, whatever yes. you want this guy whatever to do, need, he's going to do it. Yeah. Right. He's grinding through the last month. I'm not grinding. I'm fine. Do I'm a little sick. I got like an allergy thing going, so I sound well, like every crap. Every time you're up here, you're sick. There's something going on with you. I was sick for the entire month of July. And uh, then I got better, and now it's bothering me again. I don't know what's going on. But I'm not grinding. I'm actually really – we were talking about this off the air. <laughs> I, I've enjoyed watching this team every night. Uh, and, and the wins haven't been there the way I think most people would want, obviously. But, like, I've genuinely enjoyed watching them every night. I, I, I enjoy the young kids yeah. and, and personally just watching them chase that dream. You know, because I've, uh, yes. I've done it. My, I've been there. I know, I know what it feels like. And the like. ups and downs of that, yeah. yeah. And, but I, then I get frustrated with a lot of times some of the things they do and, you know. Are you then really you just, then you just want to hit them. Grasp me that opportunity. <laughs> yeah, I want to shake them. Hey! You know, but I, I, I want to know, Jesse, what you have enjoyed the most about this, especially, you know, the last stretch. It can get a little taxing, right, especially if you're not in the playoff run. So what, what is it that's keeping you going? Yeah, no, I, I think it's what Randy said. It's the yeah. young guys. And, um, you know, from an offensive standpoint, obviously, Schimpf has been the big story. So it's kind of, like, yes. exciting to see what he's going to do every night. Dickerson has been fun to watch. Waiting for Will Myers to get going again is kind of an anticipatory thing, I think. And, and at the top of the list probably is a guy who's starting tonight on the mound, Luis Perdomo. Perdomo. I, I mean, it, it's the thing where, like, I pick up the, the game notes, right, and you see who's pitching the next couple of games. They listed at the bottom. And, like, when I kind of forget about it for a while and then I look at it and I see, oh, Perdomo tomorrow, like, I get excited. <laughs> like, I, I'm, like, genuinely pumped up to watch Perdomo pitch every time. And the complete game, you know, two starts ago in Ooh. Miami – Last yeah. time, not as good against right. the Dodgers. It, it, but, like, he was still fun to watch that yeah, night. Exactly. And you know, what you enjoy watching is yeah. you got to make those adjustments. I, you know, yeah. I know the mistakes he made his last start. And it's all about this young man making the adjustments to be more effective. Right. And I, so I anticipate, I look forward to seeing it. Because all the, yeah. it, the ability, the capabilities are, is unlimited for this young it's man. It's all there. It's so all you're, there. You're seeing the growth. Oof. You're watching that growth, and it's, that's exciting to watch, which I agree. And I just appreciated how amped up Jesse just got right there. Yeah. He just was got I amped up. You were amped. I was feeling that. All right, we're going to get to all of that. I think we can dissect that more in depth later in the show, but we got to talk about last night's game first, a 14-1 win. Picked a good day to be here, We picked a good day to be here. We picked a good show to have. We're going to start with our hero of the night. We want to introduce him, Clayton Richard. uh, Seven scoreless innings, eight strikeouts. 
just generally, what did you make of Clayton's performance last night? I Jesse, good. Let, let me ask you. I, I heard I heard them talking about this on the postgame show. Bavakwa was running his mouth and letting Clayton talk every once in a while. And 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 Kurt brought up what I, I thought was I'm giving Kurt a hard time, but what I thought was a really good point, which is for a pitcher, and you can speak to this. I think the cliche is, oh, it's easy for him. He's got a big seven-run lead in the third inning. Mm. It's the opposite, isn't opposite. it? Opposite. Yeah. It's always the opposite like that. You know, it's just uh, it's a little bit easier to do damage control when you get into those tight situations mm -hmm. versus a one-nothing game. You know, but still, you got to go out there and make quality pitches. Yeah. You know, especially this gets this lineup. They can swing the bat. Don't discount it. You just can't relax. There's danger up and down the order. But I'm glad that he's the hero of the game, though, because it would be very easy to get caught up in Schimpf and Dickerson right. and all the multi-hit performances and all the RBIs. And Dickerson scored four runs, I think, only the third time a Padre has done that this season. But Clayton Richard goes out there, and he shoved, as you said, against a really, really good yes. lineup. Mm -hmm. Seven shutout innings, eight strikeouts. Uh, that's two off his career high. And, and to see this guy take the journey that he has in the later year of his career, later years of his career now, that's unbelievable. It's What's been awesome. Unbelievable is you talk about the eight punch-outs with the ground balls mm -hmm. in between the yeah. punch-outs and how he's been keeping the ball down. I love his pace, the way he works right. on the mound. You know, hitters don't, they pace. can't get comfortable, <laughs> and I love that. And three, that's, that's what you have to do. Three earned runs in 30 innings over five starts. I mean, it, it really a remarkable. It's a one ERA, right? Yeah. Basically like I mean, it's, it's, it's excellent. And I know Andy Green was talking after the game yesterday about the difference in his pitching now versus when he was with the Padres years ago. Ooh. And I think you guys can elaborate on that. Randy, I'll start with you being no. a former pitcher. Well, and, you know, also, he, he less is better. Number one, he's more consistently yes. down. He changes arm angle a little bit. I think he hides the ball a little bit better from hitters. Uh, when, when I watch him, but it's consistency down in the zone and the two-seamer, you know, has a lot more movement than it ever did. All his first start here when he first got here, everything was straight. And the next day, I, you know, I, when I saw him, I said, you know, hey, forget the straight stuff. Go to the two-seam grip, and you got the ball's got to move a little bit. And he's doing that now. He's cutting it. He's tailing it. You know, and then he's throwing that off-speed breaking ball down for quality strikes. And as soon as you start doing that, you know, you got these hitters. And as quick as he works, as aggressive he is, he's controlling the tempo. And it's not easy to do, but when you can do that, uh, you're controlling the tempo of the game, and that hitter's uncomfortable. There are some really good broad lessons for pitchers here, right? Yes. Watching, you know, Clayton Richard, and you just mentioned them. The pace out on the mound and keeping the ball down. And mm -hmm. we've seen that from Perdomo this year when he's been that good. That is correct. You've got to really be enjoying watching these guys. I mean, this, is, this is your bread and butter, oh. man. Mm -hmm. We're, we're talking yeah. keep the ball down, get the ground balls, don't worry about the strikeouts, let them put the ball in play, trust your defense, trust your stuff more than anything else. And, and the best Padre starts this year, whether it's Perdomo, Richard, or anybody else, they've come in situations where, where that's been the case. Edwin Jackson against the that Giants. Correct. I'm thinking about that same sort of thing. And the great thing is once you know, starting pitchers, once they establish down and they have command throwing strikes, now all of a sudden you get a couple of punch outs mm -hmm. here. Above yeah. they ch they'll chase a fastball yeah. here. Element of surprise, you know, because you were so consistent down. Now this is an effective pitch. Yeah. Well, when you're struggling and you're all over the place. Does it look faster, that gets too? Turned. Oh, yes. If you're down, down, down all day at 91, you can sneak a 92-mile-per-hour fastball oh, by time. a guy up top. Big time. Which normally that would be like a danger, danger <laughs> red light well, pitch. If you're throwing the ball all over the place, and typically a young pitcher, he gets behind, he tries to throw it harder. Yeah. And then you, you fall right into that routine what a, pit, a hitter loves. He just loves you for that. <laughs> you know, but, you know, these guys aren't doing that. And to your point, Clayton also said after the game, he feels like he's a smarter pitcher now. He feels like he's working more efficiently. I had a chance to talk to his wife uh, today, and – 
you know, he was gonna he was gonna hang it up. I mean, he was done. He was thinking that this was it for him. He couldn't figure out what was going on with his shoulder. He had gone to doctor after doctor, surgery after surgery, and he couldn't figure it out. And he Googled. He finally, you know, he finally said, I, I can't take this anymore. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna keep Googling. He Googled until he figured out that there was something, a, a nerve bundle. Um, texted his friend Chris Young, who had had the same sort of surgery. And Chris Young said, yeah, it's probably what it is. And he was, and that's how Clayton fi finally figured out what was wrong with his shoulders, Googling and Googling because he didn't want to hang it up. They did the surgery and he still has his rib. I guess they took out one of his ribs to allow the nerve bundle to release. And his wife said they still have the rib at home. They, ke they kept the rib. And, yeah, and just, threw it on the grill. Yeah, you know, the grill. <laughs> a reminder. But just the fact that this is a guy, you know, he, he had started to look at other, he was going to go work for the Boys and Girls Clubs um, where he's from and, and start a new career, you know, and, and that's what it took. It took him to still persevering. I just think it's remarkable. It's a yeah. great story. And the, and the other thing you mentioned there, which I love, is what he has talked openly about as far as the maturity level or whatever you want to call it. What is he, 33, about to be mm -hmm. 34 in a couple days? About to be 30, yeah, 33 or 34, I don't know. So, yeah, uh, yeah it might be 33 in a couple days. Either way, to say, like, just now do I have sort of the confidence in my ability and mm -hmm. my stuff to go out there and not let the bad things bother me. Uh, I talked for a while with Carlos Villanueva in the Padre Clubhouse today just about that. As a veteran guy who's been there, done that, 10 years in the big leagues, he's seen it all mm -hmm. from himself and from other guys. And just that mental aspect of pitching, and you know this, Randy, and you know, so many guys, they get so down on themselves and they're so high after a good start and so low after a bad start. And, and that's not the best way to go through this right. in nope. this game. And, and for Clayton to openly, after the game last night, at the point in his career where he's at, like you said, Annie, uh, like weeks ago, thought maybe it was all done. Yeah. For him to say, like, I'm just now getting it mentally shows you how difficult of a thing it is to get. I'm it's telling insane. you right now. <laughs> I mean, you see it again and again. It's that mental approach and, and how you handle it and the ability mentally to concentrate and duplicate. Yeah. And that's what he's been able to do. And, and that's, where your, and that's where your confidence level starts coming mm -hmm. up. And also, like, he's a little bit older, a little bit more mature. Yeah. And, he, mm -hmm. and, and the things that Darren Balls will say to him, now he, he analyzes them differently in his mind. He gets it. Yeah. You know, and that's more what it takes. More perspective, understanding. And we, we joke about the light coming on. And it's literally sometimes it is. The light just – somebody says it the right way, and you go, whoa. You right. know, I can relate to that. Right. But I love how geeked out you get about the mm -hmm. mental aspect of the game because, it, I mean, it's true. Oh. I mean, we don't think about it. You obviously, being a pitcher, you know. But how – how you have to allow your you can't allow yourself to get too far in your own head you know you to, to over uh to just ruin yourself mentally you yeah. know and that's that's a big thing i ask i ask guys all the time randy i'll ask you right here right now on the spot i mean for a big league pitcher a guy who's gotten to the major leagues whatever way he's gotten there what percentage is mental moving forward like once you get mm -hmm. there you obviously have to have the physical skill to be able to do it but for a pitcher in the big leagues what percentage is mental I in terms of the uh, growth and the getting better and being able to stick 80 85 percent everybody yeah. says always yeah and it is yeah. And I, yeah, but think about know. that that's it's insane <laughs> yeah especially, especially when you got an 82 mile an hour fastball you better mentally have mm -hmm. it right you know exactly yeah. you know, yeah. and i got it early you know but yeah. i but it still it was the, the it was always a progress there was always i don't care if i threw a, a three-hit shutout Nine innings. You know, in between, there's always something I wasn't satisfied with that I had to work on. Yeah. Every single. I didn't matter. You know, I could give up five runs in the first three innings, get pulled. And there was, once again, there's something I needed to work on to get better. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to mention once again Clayton Richard, the hero of the game. Real quickly. 
Pottery's manager Andy Green said yesterday, he's one of the guys that works harder than everybody. I've learned not to count those types of people out. I love that quote. I thought that <laughs> yeah. sums him up perfectly. Hero of the Game is brought to you by the Hero Program, a new way to upgrade your home to save energy and water. Visit HeroProgram.com to learn more. I want to remind everyone to get social with us. Hashtag PadresSH on Twitter. Go to our chat, Padres.com slash social hour. We've already gotten some tweets coming in. I want to read this one here from Joe, the thin Gwyn. I like that Jesse Agler doesn't let feeling under the weather affect his socking. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for noticing, uh, Joe. Yeah. How can you yeah. not? You're right. I mean, nothing's going to – yeah, salute, you know. Here to serve. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, we're going to talk more about this game after the break. And the whole seven-run uh, seven third inning, which really came after an error, which, again, speaks seven to how crazy runs. this game is. Goodness. Right, so we'll get to all of that. I want to remind everyone, don't miss Padres Hispanic Heritage Weekend, September 23rd through September 25th when the Padres face the Giants. The weekend is packed with Look celebrations. Purchase Sweet a special theme game lid. ticket package and receive a Hispanic Heritage-themed Padres hat. Info and tickets at padres.com slash kpadre. We will be right back after the break with more Padres Social Hour. Before every game, get your Padres talk on with us. This is Padres Social Hour. Happy Friday, everyone. Welcome to Padres Social Hour here in the Western Metal Supply Building at Petco Park. If you are around, please come by, say hello. We already have some people watching the show right now. That's so right. We are going to give a shout out. It's my buddy Austin over there. Give a shout out to him. All I right. Like well. Hi, Austin. <laughs> I can't see him. He's blocked. Yeah, I know. It's just, you know, it's tough to get There's by. Like so much going on in here. Yeah. Right. Well, uh, last night we saw some more magic happen from Ryan Schimpf. And, Jesse, you were talking about it. I mean, it's crazy what we're seeing from this guy, right? Do you think it's that. It's the only word to use. Right. Crazy or, or some synonym thereof. Uh, we've got a lot of Ryan Schimpf stats lately, mm -hmm. right? A lot. Uh, a lot. It's almost too many where it's, I feel like some stuff gets lost. Here's what I saw today. Uh, among major leaguers, I think it was with 250 plate appearances this year, only David Ortiz has a higher slugging <laughs> percentage. <laughs> That's a pretty simple one, right? Uh. Like that, you don't have to be some saver-matrician. Bill Center doesn't have to take out his abacus and start moving no. beads around right. no. to understand that one. Uh, right. When I tell you that only David Ortiz has a higher slugging percentage this year than Ryan Schimpf. If I would have told you on March whatever that on September whatever, uh, Ryan Schimpf would have the next highest slugging percentage <laughs> behind David Ortiz. Uh, you uh, would have said, uh, I, I Jesse, I, we're going to take you to the hospital. There's some very nice people waiting right. for you. And yet here we are. I just said, who's Ryan Schimpf in well, March? He played a lot in spring training. Yeah, so. but I mean, come on. Yeah, you were busy yeah. working. He yeah. wasn't in the plans. I were by the mounds. Yeah, yeah you were working. No, he, yeah. he, he hit his tail off in spring training. Yeah. It was a cool story at the time. And you just sort of figured, hey, seven years of the minors with the sure. Blue Jays, he'll be a nice chihuahua this year. And he was a nice chihuahua until, you know, the injury rash hit the Padre infield. Yeah, but and yeah, then he finally got this yeah. opportunity. And, exactly. And, and now it's capitalizing on that opportunity. It, it, it I mean, takes this long for him to get that opportunity. And I, I don't yeah. know what kind of player he was six years ago or whatever it might be or the promise he had. But, you know, and like players develop at different times. And I think maybe if Ryan Schiff got here at the right time of his career. It's working for in, him. In what yeah. I see, the consistency of his, of his at-bats. And the power the power's always been there. And he's been here long enough where he's gone through the adjustments now with, with everybody, with the way they pitch him. He's got everybody's attention a little yeah. bit more. That's what I was wondering, though. How much already 50 hits, 38 for extra bases? 76%. <laughs> okay. Next highest is 56. <laughs> the fastest player in Padres history to reach 18 home runs. 
69 games. By a lot. Jed Jerko previously held that record, hit his 18th home, home run in his 107th game. Yeah. I mean, that's insane. That's insane, 107 to 69. But what I wanted to ask you guys is how long until pitchers try to figure him out or are figuring him out? Or is this a different, is, this, is that not going to happen as, as we think it might? I, if it's going to happen, I think it will be probably next season. If, if, yeah. he, if he earns, he becomes a regular next year, you know, what you anticipate, you're going to have to compete for it. But still, he's going to be right there for what, what he's done this year. And I think uh, th there's going to be some adjustments made. But there have been it, some made already, right? Well, there's some, no way he's being pitched the he, same now mm -hmm. as he was a month ago. Still, he's it? a little second baseman and, uh, for a pitcher's mentality. And believe me, I know. That's the it's, other it's crazy hard, thing. It's hard to wrap your head around that, that you know, <laughs> this guy's, you know, a threat to hit a bomb. And he, and he is. Right. And then he, yeah, he comes it in the really batter's I'm box sure and you're you, like, You eh. look at the numbers, you expect a guy to look like David Ortiz right. or like Chris <laughs> Young or like Mark McGuire. Not like me. You big know, legs, like, it's unbelievable. Build, but if, you, right. if you watch his mechanics, his <laughs> fundamentals are so good at the plate. And how yeah. he, you know, he gets behind the baseball. And it's just, it's just amazing how consistent he's been doing that. Let me there ask you a question, if mm -hmm. I may. Like, yeah. uh, is something you said a moment ago caught my attention. You said this is the right time for him to be up here. And it's such an interesting question because let's say, for whatever reason, two years ago, the Blue Jays called him up and he mm -hmm. got his opportunity. It could be just such a totally different, he could have washed out. Who knows, maybe Wax. he'd be an all-star for the last two years. We'll never know. Never I'm, know. Sure, I'm sure he felt like he would have been. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it could have been the end of Ryan Schimpf also. Like, and, and that's, that's timing a is point. a strange thing. And you, you, you just never know. That's what we love about the game. And I, I go back to my years when we drafted Billy Allman, infielder, mm -hmm. and uh, we drafted him number one. But he had, they came up, and he was very average with us. He struggled with us. And then finally, we, we, you know, we traded him to Oakland. And all of a sudden, uh, the next season, he hit 307. I don't know where. Insane. He, but yeah. it just took him a while to mentally develop and, and, and create the consistency in his own mind to compete and, yeah. and do it. But you do have to wonder if you're not in that right place at the right time with the right opportunity given to you because, unfortunately, someone's gotten hurt or the infield's gotten battered or whatnot. Yeah, I mean, you could get called up and you could your opportunity could come and go and now you're back in the minors and no one's giving you another shot. You just never know. I mean, it's, it's what's so and, crazy and it, about yeah, this. I mean, it's so imperative when you get, you know, like when you get this opportunity, you got you to make the best of yeah. it. Shoot your it's shot. It's so imperative. Yep. And then we, like I said, we've got a lot of young kids on this ball club right here getting that opportunity. And I think some are doing a really good job with it, and others aren't faring that well, in my opinion. Yeah, right, that aren't. And that's the thing. You know, you ask people, are, are they kind of tanking in September? Are things not tanking, but are, are people just checked out? But with everyone that's on this roster mm -hmm. in that clubhouse, they yeah. need to be fighting for a job. There's, there's no reason for them to mentally me? check out at this no point. No way. No so way. You're just I, I seeing it from some and not from others. You hear that word tanking. Yeah. And it, a bad in, word, that in, really, in on my part. No, I know, but because fans use it and mm -hmm. in basketball and football and baseball because right. it comes to draft pick and everything like that. And I, I worked four seasons with an NFL team, and it was the Dolphins, and it was like every year they went 8-8 eight and eight or 7-9, and nine, right? And, and the fans would be driven crazy because they said drafting 13th every year does us no good. And the NFL draft obviously has a much quicker turnaround right. you know, th than the baseball draft does. And so there were fans that said, yeah, like, we're suck for luck, right, with the Colts and everything like that. They're like, you got to win two, three games, then you get that really, really high draft pick. You can't walk into an NFL locker room or a major league clubhouse right. and say to these players, hey, we need you. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. not how it yeah. works. These are the most competitive mm -hmm. people on the planet, and whoever is in there is going to work as hard as they can every right. pitch, every at-bat, every inning, every game to try and win. 
And, and yeah. that's the reality of it. So, you know, do front offices, you know, change things, you know, in order to set stuff up? Yeah, maybe. I'm sure in the different sports they do. But you, it's not a thing you can have a conversation with a player about. No. That's not in the DNA. It's not in the reality of the situation. And every player in that clubhouse right now is fighting for a spot either on this roster or another yeah. roster with another team. So it does them no good yeah. to sit there and be like, oh, yeah. I'm good. I'm done. They're, I'm not even, cool. they're not even thinking about another team right, right. now. Any well, yeah. Right here, good right point. Great point. Yeah. Great point. You You're just trying to get here. through. Right. If, if, if nobody wants you here, you don't hold your breath right. about that other team wanting you. Um, you got to do it here. I'm assuming, I'm guessing, Jesse, you read about up on uh, the ISO stat there with, sure, with, yeah. with Shimp, which I'm going to let you take away here at, for, <laughs> for a second because I know you're going to explain it better than me, but basically measures a hitter's extra bases per at-bat, and he's in some very good company, Ryan Shimp. Um, anything you want to say on that before I kind of help you out with or read, read through some the numbers, yeah. All right, so AJ Casavell, MLB.com, he mm -hmm. wrote this yesterday. And ISO, uh, the best way I can explain it, kind of offhand here, would be uh, it takes all the singles out. So it's slugging percentage without the singles. They don't have any anyway, so that's perfect. Exactly. Right, just let me sing right, that's, exactly. that's why it's a cool that's stat to use with him. It's, <laughs> it's slugging percentage minus <laughs> singles, basically. So it is a guy, you know, a good doubles, triples, home runs hitter or whatever. So that's right. essentially what it is. So imagine a guy's slugging percentage, subtract all the singles, and you're left with ISO. In a very, very, that might be a terrible explanation, but I think it's okay. No, it's right. It's good. Okay. Yeah. It's interesting moving forward. Where, where, you, where, are you gonna, where are you hit him in the lineup? I'm now you're really ahead of yourself. Yeah. Well, I like I'm that. just intrigued <laughs> by it. I'm, you know, I like doing that sometimes. Mm. You're looking, you know, you know, down there, five or six, inconspicuous little spot, you know, might be that little sleeper spot where point. he seems to be really good, you know, instead of having him, you know, two, three, or four. I agree with keep, that. Keep out of that. Stay right down there. And, and hopefully they'll do their job where he gets to a point where hey, all these extra base hits yeah. have RBIs involved. Yeah. Base is loaded. Start the old carousel. I like that. <laughs> Three-run homer. Yee. Well, good. Just getting back to that ISO for one more second. Uh, top 10 single-season ISO leaderboard since 2000. Minimum appear 250 plate appearances. Ryan Schimpf is number nine. Ahead of him, Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa. Ryan Schimpf. <laughs> that's the nine. company he's keeping. You know, so it's it a just five a five-foot nine second baseman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do with that? What I are you going to do with it. that, Randy? I like it. I you know? <laughs> I just like, you know, that she's really uncanny. She Good unique. offensive year for second baseman. Murphy with Washington. That's correct. Mm -hmm. Dozier, Minnesota. Schimpf here. Yeah. Uh, that's the new market inefficiency Ooh. or uh, slugging second baseman. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> mm -hmm. And again, one more time, just talking about yesterday's game, on that error, you know, third run, th uh, seven run, third inning, just on, a s on an error. And just shows you how much can how much damage can be you done you if you take allow. me to pitcher's head, because you're you're upset, right? Yep. When he boots yep. that ball, you're upset. But it can't be 25 minutes later and you're still getting <laughs> knocked around out there <laughs> right. either, right? The carousel's yeah, still and, going. And believe me, you're not out there going, well, that's unearned. Well, that's unearned. Right. You know, yeah, that's not where your head goes. Yeah. But you know, I think the one thing you're upset initially, but you know, that, that's where the maturity's got to come in. You got to settle down and, and make some quality pictures and get out of it. And, yeah. and, to, and to Jeff Hoffman's credit, he said after the game last night, he didn't want to hear about the error. Everybody was bringing up that's the error right. with him, and he's like, no, 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 no. That yeah. doesn't make you a better pitcher. Right. And that's what he's talking about. Yeah. That's Great that's point. You have to approach it that way. He didn't do his job. Great you know, point. And also, it's, it's one of those momentum things. You get an opportunity, mm. that, you know, like you say, hey, don't give him an extra out. And they gave us an extra out, and all of a sudden, it might have been just in that scenario. I don't care what he threw up there. You know, I mean, you know, Dickerson, you know, that ball was almost caught. That could have been mm -hmm. a, a four yeah. to three. And but no, it wasn't. But at that point, right, you just need to stop the bleeding. You need mm -hmm. to be able to get yourself out of it. Hmm. And then you panic a little bit and somebody squares up on one and ooh. Ted and I talked about it a lot last night, but I mean, it's just, 
it's the most cruel sport. <laughs> Christian <laughs> Adamas, yeah. you know, he has the walk-off double the night before. They have this oh. great comeback at home against the Giants. They're feeling so good about themselves. He's feeling so good about himself. Yeah. And, like, I mean, just the complete other Game end of the spectrum. humble now. you in a heartbeat. <laughs> Unreal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Feel happy for 10 minutes. Yeah. I'll show you. <laughs> baseball. Well what said. a great point, though. That what a great point. You just can't hide. Oof. You cannot hide in baseball. And you know, Randy. You know, you're just you know the next morning is going to be in every newspaper in the country. Yeah. Singling out you. Yeah. You know? Websites, too. Oh, yeah. Well, we didn't Trolls, have Twitter. I didn't worry about that. Oh, we're talking, I thought we were talking about <laughs> No, Hoffman. I was talking about my Oh, and Adamus. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. I just want to mention, Jesse, that I think ever since Randy found out he'd be on the couch with you this week, he's been thinking in his head ways that he could, like, you know, get under your nerves. Sure. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 well, it's, it's making uh, him happy. Yeah, I kind of thought ways, about it. Yeah. yeah. Ways that he could just get at you the whole he show. He knows all the pressure points. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we, <laughs> we've sat here long enough. <laughs> <laughs> he knows exactly what he's doing. No. His eyes lit up. He was like, all right. You know? Yeah. Him on the couch, you hosting. Hey, good good. time. Good time. First time this season for this. So, all right, we want to remind you to get social with us on Twitter, hashtag PadresSH, or go to the chat, Padres.com slash social hour. We're going to get to those tweets after the break. Right now, Papa John's is proud to support the efforts of USO San Diego, and now you can too. Go to PapaJohns.com and order the USO special, two large pizzas and a two liter for $24. One dollar from every special ordered will be donated to USO San Diego. Show your support today and enjoy great pizza from Papa John's. We'll be right back after the break with more Padres Social Hour. You want to talk Padres? Lucky for you, we're doing exactly that. This is Padres Social Hour from the AMR studio inside Petco Park. Welcome to Padres Social Hour. Padres getting ready for game two against the Colorado Rockies. Game one turned game out well. Dos. We well, will four, see how game cuatro. two. You haven't had enough Rockies in your life this year. We got four <laughs> this weekend. It's all right. As long as the cheer. Yeah. I'm not there. Well, next and weekend, don't worry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. It's on not never too far away, right? Yeah, We're yeah. going to the division games. <laughs> they come in bunches, too. Yeah. I'm hijacking yeah. her, uh, yeah, her show here. But it's like we didn't see any of these guys for the last, like, two months, it seems mm-hmm. like. And now it's like 29 oh. straight against 29 Arizona. 29 straight Colorado, the whole month. Don't you San feel like Francisco. when they're putting together the schedule, the, the schedule gods, that they're just like, oh, we got this big chunk There's here. No okay, schedule God. There's a schedule computer. <laughs> and I'm convinced that inside of the computer, there's a monkey with a dartboard. And like and that's, l- and that's all that's laugh. taking place. Yes, he's an evil monkey. He's an evil monkey. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think <laughs> that same monkey, I think he selects the umpires for different series, too. Oh, wow. good call. Yeah. Hey, can't be far <laughs> off. It can't be far off. I think Bill Center would agree with you. <laughs> okay, we want to get to some tweets. We thank you guys for getting social with us. Hashtag PadresSH on Twitter. So we've got a few to throw at you, Randy and Jesse. Um, starting with one from Dennis Gullias. I hope I'm saying that right. Pitching is all about location, movement, and velocity in that order. And mind bullets to intimidate the opposition into whiffing. Mind bullets. Randy, <laughs> mind bullets. Would you agree? Wow. Would you agree with that? Location, whiffing, movement, and uh, velocity in broad, that order. Broad term, whiffing. Yeah, whiffing. yeah his, order, mind his order was good. Okay. Yeah, his order was good. I think velocity yeah. is his third. That's you pitching know. 101 right there as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Yeah. Yeah. First I mean, thing, I, t- I t- got to teach a young kid, you know, because he's got to you know, hey, young man, what's the best pitch in baseball? Fastball. You know, mm. No, you're wrong, kid. <laughs> you're Fine. wrong. You know, the best pitch in baseball is a strike. you got to throw strikes first. Definitely. Get, get your, your, your fundamental. Right <laughs> well, you know, that's, what, that's the problem, yeah. <laughs> Just hit but someone. <laughs> you know, but, you know, but overall, you're absolutely right. <laughs> and the progression of all that. And you know, Like I said the other day, I'm, you know, Jesse, and uh, what I love today is if you've got a five-man rotation, okay, good mm-hmm. power arms. we got some good power arms mm-hmm. here. 
94, 95. But in that third slot, in that rotation, you know, give me a little Randy Jones. Yeah. Throwing about 80, great control, yes. change of speeds, and just mess with the hitter's head. There's no way sure. in the world nine guys on a team can make that adjustment in the, in the middle of a four-game series. Sure. I like that. You just, yeah. I mean, it's hard. You mess with them. You know, well, you, you keep getting on your front foot, and the ball's not there yet. See, as a hitter, uh -huh. and then you get frustrated, you know, and then, you, and then right after that, you go by back to 95 to 98. You see what I'm saying? I see what you're well, saying. Every year, I think it'd be a good Those fit. are those mind yeah, boys. Yeah. Well, if you're available, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. But well, every year in the kid. playoffs, you see at least one team do something odd yes. with their rotation, right, uh -huh. in the postseason. And you say, well, how has that guy's been their two-starter all year? And the manager inevitably says, hey, look, you know, we, we just – different looks over the course of a best-of-five mm -hmm. or best-of-seven series. That's right. Absolutely in the postseason. You see that all the time. Out of character. I'd like to see yeah. that. Just, you know. Another dynamic. You need to go down there and teach them those mind bullets. Yeah, mind I like bullets. That. Mind yeah, I, that I like now. hashtag mind, mind bullets. Okay, of course my computer's there we go. Okay, another tweet from Angels Creation at Mobile DJ. Perdomo mm. and Richards are the only starters I like. Okay. Okay. When <laughs> just tell us straight. When we'll see the pitchers from when will we see the pitchers from the minors come up to the big leagues? Jesse, I'm guessing you know the answer to this. I don't know. You know, it'll be interesting when the Chihuahuas uh, finish their playoff run here. Part of the answer. That's a huge part of the yeah. answer. Maybe the part of the answer. You know, they're 1-1 in their best of five series right now in the Pacific Coast League semifinals. We, we keep hearing a lot about position players. We're not hearing much about That's pitchers. Right. Correct. Maybe one guy, you know, comes up. You could have some relievers, I guess, you know, if they want to just stock the bullpen even more full. They're running out of seats down there uh, at all of these ballparks in September. Um, I, I think what you got is pretty much what you got the rest of the way, though. I don't think that uh, they're going to start calling up the uh, Chihuahua rotation. I don't, I don't think you're going <laughs> to see much of that yeah. at all. Especially if they go through the right. play, if they go deep, it's going to be middle of September yeah. at the you know, very early. Remember, these are young pitchers. You're, you're first concerned about their development. Their and you've innings. had a lot of innings. Right. Exactly. You know, There's no right. rush to get them up here. They, they've been going with a six-man rotation for the last couple yeah. of weeks. Right. That might shrink down as Kosar you know, tries to get this hamstring groin thing mm -hmm. figured out. Hopefully that's a short-term deal and they can go back to six. Uh, they're, not, they're not desperately looking for it, You can only play with a 40-man roster. I mean, exactly. You can't go do anything else. So I wouldn't anticipate too much there. Yeah. Okay, from Cranky Ed. Hey! Woo! Who gets credit for finding Perdomo? Can't huh. be all AJ. Not Seth. <laughs> Definitely not me. Uh, uh, I'll <laughs> take no credit for it. That's no, a really it good question yeah, for AJ. Yeah, yeah, as a rule five, I, I don't know where, where that would come up. Technically uh, from the Rockies, by the way. The Rockies yeah. uh, selected him in the Rule 5 draft mm -hmm. from the Cardinals. We often overlook this because we talk about how he was pitching in single A for the Cards last year. But the Rockies technically, on December 5th or whatever it was, selected him in the Rule 5 draft and then traded him to the Padres. All the Rule 5 rules apply, uh, but it's interesting that here he is you starting against yeah. the Rockies tonight. Somewhere along the line in our scouting, we had eyes on Perdomo. Right, somewhere. right. Going you know back. That. Probably right. a Going back. I don't know what that name is, but yeah. somebody – uh, his name popped up in a comment. Hey, that kid can pitch. Yeah, I, I know Darren Balsley loves him. I don't know how involved he would have been at that point, mm -hmm. you know, because I don't know how much he could have been on Darren's radar pitching at the Florida well, State yeah. League last right. year. I, I, I knew how he felt about Perdomo like in the middle of spring training watching yeah, his bullpens. Loved him. Hey. And licking his chops? Well, yeah, yeah. because, you know, there's a lot of raw stuff, yeah. and he, he had him trying to throw a splitter. Yeah. And he, finally, and he threw a few good ones the first time, and, you know, but then finally he, that two-seamer just start, you know, falling off the side of the plate. Yeah. 
And that yeah. was it. Holy smoly, you know. Off to the races. You saw the opportunity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but to your point, yeah, a lot of scouts out there that are working with AJ, a lot of people that are keeping an eye on things over the years. And a lot of these guys, it's, it's not a new thing. They've had their eye on them from a while back, and then they're Oh, they know able, everything right. about everybody. And they're just I waiting mean, for the opportunity to get them. Yeah, yeah. You know? they do, they, they've got the databases full of stuff. And that's how that, you know, when the Marlins call and say, hey, we've got an interest in Andrew Kashner, they're not just picking minor leaguers' names out of the hat. Correct. You know, that they want back. They said, okay, if we're going to talk, we really like so-and-so out of your system. Uh, they're ready for everything. Yeah. And uh, obviously, they were very high on Luis Perdomo, and that's looking like a very savvy acquisition <laughs> at this <laughs> point. Uh, I'm looking forward it actually to was me. I told AJ about him. Oh, you oh did. of course, yeah. Blooper. I was, I was wrong. It. I said it wasn't job, Seth. Blooper. Yeah. His, his monthly meetings with Blooper, he, right. He really liked the velo, I think, <laughs> right. is what sure. Blooper was into. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, Jesse touched on it, so I just want to give a shout-out here to the El Paso Chihuahuas, who are in that playoff race. And one series tied, 1-1. One, one. Walker Lockett had to deliver last night. He did. Six and one-third innings, gave up one run, no walks. First professional playoff game of his career. And well, if I'm not mistaken, he was in double-A, got called up to triple-A. Wasn't he, didn't he go through all, wasn't, didn't he start in single-A this Four season? Four levels this year. Four yeah. levels this year. I, that's, what, that, that, yeah. that's, that's amazing. Fort it's Wayne, incredible. Elsinore, San Antonio, yeah. and now El Paso. That's I, a year. Well, I remember he had a good arm in the seaman in spring training. And we're looking you know. at some highlights right now of that game. And you know, the one thing you knew he had an idea, you know, how to pitch. You know, when I saw him in the spring, but talking about putting it together. Hey. And just a reminder that yeah, the reason we're not seeing some of these guys get called up yet is because they are in the playoffs. So we wish them luck. Yeah. Another few games. It's a good this, experience. This Absolutely. Yep. Good competitive experience. No matter what happens, right? I mean, you want these guys to get playoff experience no matter what level they're at. I mean, that's, that's And a lot thing. of people, they hear that and they get very cynical about it. And they say, oh, okay, you just don't want to pay them. And all. No, no, no. <laughs> no like, I, I, like, in talking to Andy Green in particular and hearing from the front office, like, I, I think there's a real genuine belief in that there is value oh, for the Renfros of the oh world yeah. and the Aswahes and the Hedges well, of the world to be in these situations. It's all relative. Sure. The pressure that you're on in these playoffs, right, that's good for yes. you. Yes. Yeah. It's got to it, mentally it, help it, you. Yeah, yeah, it will mentally help mm -hmm. you. I think in that scenario, it's a lot more positive than coming up here and testing the waters yeah. for you know, 10 at-bats in the, in the big leagues. Not getting any actual time on the field. That's right. Yeah, 100%. All right, well, we thank you for getting social with us. We want more of those tweets to come in. See if you can stump Randy and Jesse here. See if you can throw a tweet, uh, yeah. a stat at Jesse that he doesn't know. I don't mind the Cholula hot seat, but this stump stuff. Now, wait a minute now. See if you can become that, the monkey. That's that wouldn't be very hard Turning out things. All right, we'll be, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. It's Friday, guys. Okay, <laughs> it's another baseball night in San Diego all-fan giveaway. This Saturday when the Padres take on the Rockies. Tomorrow, all fans in attendance will receive a Padres-themed USB charger presented by T-Mobile. Get tickets today at Padres.com. Those chargers come in handy. We'll be right back after the break with more Padres Social Hour. From analysis of what's happening on the field with your Padres to insights on everything MLB, we've got it right here. This is Padres Social Hour. <laughs> Welcome to Padres Social Hour. Happy Friday, everyone. What you don't see in the breaks is Randy reciting every single no, commercial. No, no, no. <laughs> You've got to memorize. He That's does. impressive. Well, you've I heard him a lot. I can't believe that. Yeah, how could you not, really? <laughs> no. Okay, it's time to put you two on the Cholula hot seat. Are you oh, ready no. for it? Are you oh, okay. ready? Are have you, we been you on it yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. I thought we were on it. I don't pay attention. You've been on it the whole show. Yeah, yeah but now we're, you're going extra on it right Got now. It. Right, okay. So we have a tweet from Ghost of Booze Bayer. We thank you, Ghost, for tweeting it's in. related to Ghost of Ray Crockett. I wonder that, too. It's probably the same thing. I mean, <laughs> right. It's got to be. Okay. 
or they get into like ghost fights. I want to know <laughs> how Jesse Agler and Randy Jones would speed up the games post-September call-ups, falling yeah. asleep in the seventh these days. They have been some long games this week. It's and a so very, yeah. very, very, very fair question. It is. I've got my thing. Go I ahead. would just put Randy on the mound, but mine go too. ahead. Mine's, Mine's very <laughs> simple. Mine too. You can have as you know, you can have your forty guys here if you want, but for a given day, only twenty-five of them can play in the game, or twenty-seven, or you twenty-eight have your if you want to do it. Set number. You have to declare before the game. Here's mm -hmm. my active roster t for tonight. You can take your starting pitchers out if I you want, mm -hmm. and that's it. And now your other starters who are. Oh yeah, play. I don't care about you expand the roster. But you that's know, hey, why these the games, games are, are taking three longer. hours and forty-five minutes because, anyway. Because Walt Weiss and Bruce Bochy are going out right, left, right, right left, left, right, left, because they got all these guys available. Yeah, but it hey, changes the complexion. Changes of the it, it adds twenty minutes to the game in September. Right, y'all. It adds are, like four-hour games. So Come what's on. your solution here? Make me the commissioner for a week. My oh. solution is just to okay. put you on the mound. Make me the no. Make me the commissioner for a week. First thing I'm going to do. So is what are you going to do? Would you just let me say it? <laughs> All right. <laughs> me. Finally, we're getting to this point of the show. Commissioner. Okay, I, I split the umpires. <laughs> I make National League umpires, American League umpires. Uh -huh. That's the next first thing I do. Okay. Okay. That way, they'll see other. They'll see the pitchers more than once in a lifetime. Okay. You know, then they get familiar with you know, the way they pitch. Okay. And, and and then what I do is I open the strike zone a little bit. Oh. Okay. There's corners on the plate. Okay. So, so you want more strikeouts is your no. solution to speeding up the game I in September? I want more strikes called. Uh-huh. You know, the world of going deep in the count, you know, and all that. Yeah. You know, forget it. You start calling strikes, you're giving them the corners a little bit. These guys are going to swing the bat. I mean, when it's 0-2, I mean, you, okay. you, you take them deep in the count. How do you do that when right, it's 0-2? Right, 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 right. And you keep, that's how you speed these games up. I'm all for getting the ball to be put more into play, generally speaking. But the question was specifically about September. Right. And, and the oh. fact that these big bloated rosters <laughs> allow uh, the games to go a little I bit don't longer. Why you don't would care about that, though, do you? I, yeah, I care about the first five months. You yeah. can do what you want the last month. You don't care. The no, last month you out. figure you're there. Yeah. Well, it, oh, well. It, still, I'm, hey, I'm shaving an hour off the game. Just do what I So right then it there. doesn't even matter. Uh, All right, fine. Yeah, sh sign me up. Sign See? me up. For me, you have an active <laughs> game day roster. Game. <laughs> active game day roster. You know, you can't have all 13 relief pitchers or 22 relief available. pitchers available every single night. Very simple. Yeah. Very simple. They can work out the finances. You know what? Because you you're making a mountain out of a molehill. I mean, okay. I, I, no, I he has a valid it's point. A valid These games point. can be excruciating when they're doing what Jesse says. It's every they're switching out the you know managers are switching out the pitcher every five seconds every every hitter gets switched out. Switched it's, not out. it's not good just for the fans. Get, just get irritated because it's always a break and you got to talk about the new pitcher and, 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 and I know what's. I don't like talking about the new pitcher. Yeah, I got to look this guy who up. Yeah, no, you, you know, open up the thing. And he's on the I've back. Never heard he's of this guy. He's got to be on the back page somewhere. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see him doing see, that. See his hometown, his bio. Yeah, anytime we go, oh, the twenty-four-year-old from Birmingham. I know. I will say this. He loves fly fishing in the off-season. I think when you expand the roster though and you do you open it up uh the reason i like it playoff you know situations for teams and you got 40 guys on the roster uh -huh. like you say the, you know you're bringing a fresh arm for every out right. it, it can make a difference right you know so yeah. I, I, not I every team does it the that, same that way is, that is unfair it's inequitable yes that's unfair i like how jesse called you commissioner jones <laughs> all like i'll just yeah. like it's a little commissioner jones i don't want to hear that uh thanks for being on the Tulula hot seat but before Pleasure. we get out of this we just want to go through a little tweets here so ghost of ray croc uh -oh, tweeted uh -oh. in no relation jesse agler there can be only one okay no urn. relation 
But then Ghost of Booze Bayer tweeted uh -oh. in, no relation, but Google me. I was pretty cool when I was alive. Nowhere near Ray Kroc, <laughs> but still a big deal. Wow. Got a lot of ghosts, man. You know what? I'm really I didn't know why you're so big in the afterlife. Hey, I'm, I'm Googling booze as soon as we get done. social hour right now. Yeah. I know. I'm going to Google booze. <laughs> <laughs> Commissioner Jones. Thanks for being on the Tulula Hot Seat. Uncapped real flavor with Tulula Hot Sauce. The hot sauce with the iconic wooden cap and the official hot sauce of the San Diego Padres. Thanks for tweeting in, everyone. Hashtag PadresSH. We will be right Ooh. back. The After fest. the break, look at that yes. beer fest. That's what I'm talking Happy about. people out there. That's Happy a good people. Crowd. Nice. We're talking Padres all season long. This is Padres Social Hour, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the team store. Welcome back to Padres Social Hour here. Padres Social Hour here at Petco Park. We're in the Western Metal Supply Building. If you are around, come say hello. We'd love to say hello back to you. We're in the team store, so you know, go walk through the team store. Walk through the team check store. Check out the jerseys. The gear. Give us Don't a shout. Don't spill away. any beer on anything. Don't spill any beer. If you're coming in from Beer Fest, drop your beer off out the door. You know, just finish it yeah, outside the door. Yeah, shoot it down. I mean, that's all we're asking. We don't ask for much. Okay. Do they not let beer in here? I don't know. I would. <laughs> yeah, probably not. I don't want to encourage people. So yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Get the merchandise around, kids. Yeah, yeah, merchandise, kids. Fair. You okay. got it, Jesse. Okay. Time to get to the lineup. Game two, a four-game set against the Colorado Rockies. So let's take a look at that. The lineup presented by United Airlines, proud partner of the San Diego Padres. So leading off, we've got Travis Jankowski, followed by John Jay, Will Myers, Solarte's in the cleanup spot, Dickerson, Ryan Schimpf, Hector Sanchez, Luis Sardinius, and then rounding us out, Luis Perdomo. We're going to go straight to the Supercuts head-to-head -head challenge now that you've seen the lineup. Okay. So last night, Seth here had Clayton Richard. The couch Whoa. had Solarte. We're going to give it to Seth because, you know, who we had – Who picked Solarte? I don't know. I don't know who was on had that yesterday. Had to be Yellow. Yeah, maybe Chris yeah. Ello. Ten-game lead. Yeah, What's your magic number, lead. Blooper? I have to figure it out. It's got to be like 12 or 13, right? Yeah, we're almost there. you got to put that in your standings. You have a magic number I now. Will. Oh, I will. <laughs> oh, big deal. Does magic it, number until I pop bottles. Does it bug you that he's winning this right now? No, because I've been on like four times. So I, okay. I, my record is poor. I believe I have one or two wins, but I don't really care because I take no responsibility for but it. But when whatsoever. you hosted the show, did he He got his butt you? kicked. Okay. Got I won last year. That's he all I want to know. I won last year. Smoked. I was the winner. You were no, awful. You were terrible. <laughs> I won. Just terrible. You I lost by like you were back five to back games. Are you kidding me? You lost by like, it was what? not even close. I mean, that's all the I'm saying. Right? nothing it's about baseball. Okay. We're not Fantastic. making a bobble. The only thing I know anything about. You're awful. <laughs> you say you're awful? Awful. <laughs> Who picks first, Seth? You um, or Randy or whoever on the couch wants to pick today. Randy and I collectively, as the couch, are taking Travis Jankowski. Tyler Chatwood is a ground ball pitcher. Uh, Freddie uh, hits the ball on the ground but has the speed to beat it out. And Good he's call. also been shooting it the other way very nicely. Good call. So, yeah, we did it together, remember. Yeah. Uh, so Freddie. Uh, we're taking uh, Fred. Do we get two points if we win? No. Close that gap a little. <laughs> I'm going with a pitcher, Perdomo, because he pitches good sometimes. He does pitch good well sometimes. Is that your very I feel well like that should, yeah, that should be like above his locker. I pitch good Perdomo? sometimes. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, okay. I want to make sure I heard that. Because he, he pitches good sometimes. Well, I'm back on the show tomorrow, so. I'll oh, good. You're on a lot lately, huh? He's killing me. Oh, boy. Killing me. <laughs> no, you love it. I, I, I think everybody he calls says no. I'm the only one that says yes. <laughs> You're like that guy now. Yeah. I want yeah. you to bring on your wife one of these days. Whoa. I mean, listen, she's know, got Marie, some opinions. Marie's not going to step. I don't know. Marie, Marie knows her <laughs> baseball. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you yeah. can bring on Jesse's Sorry, wife. Honey. You can bring on Marie. We can see what people think. Sorry, honey. You're not coming on the show. <laughs> 
Okay, all right. At Supercuts, they pay attention to every detail, the cut, the lines, the hot towel finish, so you can feel sharp, clean, and ready to go. Find the Supercuts near you at supercuts.com. Don't worry, Marie, I have your back. Yeah. We'll be right back with more Padres Social Hour. Get ready for every Padres game with us. Coming to you from inside the team store at Petco Park, this is Padres Social Hour. And welcome back to Padres Social Hour. Thank you for being with us here on a Friday. The Padres are getting ready for game two of a four-game set against the Colorado Rockies. It's a beautiful evening out here at Petco Park. We've got a good crowd and a lot of beer going on at Beer Fest, so everyone's happy. Luis Perdomo <laughs> on the mound tonight. And Jesse, you mentioned it earlier. He had his complete game two outings ago. Only gave up one run in that nine-inning stretch. And then this last time, six innings pitched, five runs given up. So... What are we looking for tonight, gentlemen, from Luis Perdomo? Uh, two seamers down, not thigh high, but knee high. Give anything that, you know, from the knees up, make it a four seamer. You know, that's the one that he gets trouble, you know, when the ball, you know, mm -hmm. get elevates. He elevates the ball a little bit, it's not going to sink. At the thigh level or belt high, that ball does not sink, it tails. Trust me. I have experience there. <laughs> it gets, it can get noisy. That one mistake will cost you a game. We, we've seen some more change up too, right? Yes, mm -hmm. and, and but the slider too. Yeah. It's yeah. a matter of, you know, like a lot of times he'll he'll like I told him he flies out, shoulder flies out when he tries to get out there, and you got to leave that shoulder in and, and let it help you. Yeah. And especially late in the game when you get a little tired, it's imperative you use the body. Don't let the arm do all the work. Ah. So that's that's what. That's a good little tip. Yes. For you pitchers out there. Yeah. Definitely. Or any of you backyard, any of you like want to be pitchers that are dads or something out in their backyard just you know use the body right use the body easier said than done folks. <laughs> thank you to everyone who is with us today everyone who tweeted in we really appreciate you all the ghosts in the building for nikki for maddie for seth for jesse for randy for myself thanks for watching enjoy the game